Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard. Now here's your host, Timmy Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. It is our number two of the Lombardi Line coming to you guys from the DraftKings Network. We welcome our audience in here for our number two. Also, our audience on Samsung TV Plus. We appreciate you guys watching us here on this football Friday where we are going three wide. Femi Abebefe hanging out with Mike Palm, the VP of operations here at the Circle Resort and Casino. Mike Pritchard, our recent NFL analyst, played nearly a decade in the National Football League, former first round pick and a national champion with the Colorado Buffaloes. We had a fun first hour breaking down some NFL, college football. We'll continue to break down a little bit of college football later on in this hour. College football playoff implications, Heisman implications on this big Saturday coming up tomorrow here. But let's begin hour number two, kicking things off with the National Football League. And I think a game that's really interesting, I'm curious to get your guys' take on this one because it's one that I've had trouble handicapping, and that's the New England Patriots at the New York Jets. Right now, the Patriots, two and a half point road favorites over at DraftKings, total sitting at 36 and a half. And this is an 0-2 team going on the road favorite, or you can go ahead and back Zach Wilson against the greatest defensive mind in the history of football. Uh, what say you guys here with the Pats at the Jets Sunday afternoon? I think the total is interesting. It is a very low total in the NFL, 36 mm-hmm. and a half points, but I don't know how you go over. New England can't run the ball. Yeah. I mean, they, they're, the offensive line is just not good enough to nope. run the ball. I mean, Miami was giving them the run, and they, they couldn't take advantage of it. I mean, this Jets this Jets front is going to give him problems, uh, and yet at the same time, you have Zach Wilson. So yep. it, it, it's hard. I lean under in this spot. I don't even know if I'd take the Jets if it got to a field goal. I don't think I can back a side here because all I look at are deficiencies on, on both teams. So I lean under. I haven't made a play, Pritch. Yeah, you know, Mike uh, and Femme, um, they signed Will Greer. The Patriots did. Mm-hmm. I mean... What's going on, right? <laughs> Uh-oh. Seriously. Are you saying there could be a QB change? Uh, well, I, I'm not necessarily implying that or saying that, but but I, I think uh, Mac Jones and what's going on with this offense uh, is troubling, right? I mean, Mac Jones didn't play in the preseason. That that bothered me. I'm like, why wouldn't you play him with O'Brien in this new offense? I mean, get some run, right? But... Um, you know, there, there was rumors, certainly, with Bill and, and Mac and all this stuff. And, and the way that Mac operated last year, I think he just does he just lacks poise. Now, I'm not putting it all on Mac Jones, though. This offense uh, is a work in progress. You're exactly right. They cannot run it. Uh, in fact, their play selection is skewed uh, heavily towards the pass. And uh, you wonder, with that type of defense, why would they do that? But um, I, I think they're lacking identity on offense. Uh, and with that Jets defense, it gets interesting. Now, the other side is Zach Wilson. Uh, and if you're Nathaniel Hackett, you have to take the ball out of his hands. You have to use that one-two punch you have at running back. Uh, and you have to control the game if you can. Uh, I think the Jets offensive line, they can run block. They can. Uh, but you got to be committed to it, right? Um, this, this, these quick 
step drops and all this stuff. I mean, that's predictable too for Zach. Uh, get away from that. Take the ball out of his hands. Use play action if you want to uh, simplify things for Zach Wilson. Uh, but don't allow him to throw multiple picks in a game and have you lose the game, right? Especially mm-hmm. with that defense. Yeah, and I feel like the plan last week for the Jets against Dallas was to lean on the run game, but the game kind of got away from them, and then eventually it's like, all right, well, we're going to need you to throw some passes. Yeah. And then it really got off the rails there. Zach Wilson started throwing those interceptions in the fourth quarter. But I guess for my question with you guys as it pertains to the Patriots, and this will also kind of tie into the Sunday night football game with the Steelers at the Raiders, how much do you put into this? How much stock do you put into kind of the first couple of weeks going up against elite competition and tougher opponents? Because in New England's case, they started the year going up against the Philadelphia Eagles, who are one of the Super Bowl contenders, mm-hmm. the Miami Dolphins, who are now thought of as a Super Bowl contender. And then for the Pittsburgh Steelers on the road now against the Las Vegas Raiders, everyone's criticizing that offense. Matt Canada is under a lot of fire. The fans were chanting for him to be fired in a game that they ultimately ended <laughs> up winning. But. The Steelers going up against the 49ers defense, which we saw last night, once again, one of the best units in the league. And this Cleveland defense that has proven to be one of the better units in the league. How much when you handicapped is the kind of the competition, especially early on in the season, or still trying to figure things out? How much does that factor into your handicap going forward? Well, it, it has to. But I also the Patriots played two games at home and they lost two games. So does Denver. I mean, they start behind the eight ball with two home losses. Right. And now they have to go on the road. I mean, against a team that they that they dominate, right? I mean, they they've, they've played well. They've, the Jets have had a hard time, had a hard time with them. Um, uh, Pittsburgh. Let's let's not forget the Browns' defense. They gave up twelve points. I mean, or thirteen mm-hmm. points against it, right? I mean, it was two defensive touchdowns. So they have played against two elite defenses, and that won't be the case uh, for the Raiders. It doesn't sway me enough in in the New England to make a play on them in the game. We'll discuss this Pittsburgh game where I have a lean. Um, for the Steelers in this game against the Raiders. If you could get three, would you bet Pittsburgh? Yes, absolutely. There's a three in the market, minus 110. Absolutely. Where's it at? (laughs) It's at our old friends over at the South Point. Oh, really? Hey. Well, maybe I'll swing down at showtime. There, yeah. you, there, yeah. there you go. So, as always, shop around. The consensus number on that is two and a half minus 120, and the total sitting at 43. But like, I, I sort of agree with you that I think three is the key number. Now, yeah. I haven't seen an updated injury report, whether it's like Minka Fitzpatrick or any of those guys. I don't know if he's going to be playing this game. I know he was limited in practice yesterday dealing with the chest injury. I, I think you'd want to have Minka Fitzpatrick play. In, in this game. Yeah. If, if you're going to go ahead and bet the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. I mean, Jacoby Myers is going to come back to yep. uh, for the Raiders. Uh, I think uh, he's going to have an impact because he's got a rapport uh, with Garoppolo already. I mean, Devontae is going to be fine. Uh, and the Raiders got to get their running game going. They got to get Josh Jacobs going. Uh, and, and certainly if you watch Pittsburgh, uh, their inability to stop the runners, b- give up big plays in a running game. I mean, you, you have to stick with the run and utilize play action it, where teams get in trouble early on in the year especially in september it's when you're so drop back oriented but yet you're not prepared for that there's teams that are prepared to be dropped back because that's what they want to be that's their identity uh, but if you're more of a balanced attack and, and all of a sudden you, you have to skew it because somebody's shut down your running game you see teams scrambling right now it's so early on in the year. They're, they're, it's not like we're watching November football. Uh, and so there's issues out there. And then turnovers come into play, too. But uh, this, that's what's happening with the Steelers. Like, the Steelers have an identity crisis going on on offense. Mm-hmm. They have Pickens, who is incredible. Mm-hmm. They got to get the ball to him. Uh, they have capable tight ends that they can get the ball to. They, you know, Johnson goes down with a hamstring. But they have other players uh, that they, they could feature in this offense. And Matt Canada... Is trying to break out of this conservative mode or this Pittsburgh Steeler blueprint that has worked since the 70s. Uh, so you got Kenny Pickett, too, uh, who's having some issues. They're not, they're not executing. Uh, I, I think a lot of people want to see Pittsburgh get back to being Pittsburgh. But in order for Pittsburgh to get through the playoffs, they have to be more dynamic offensively. And they're working through that right now. Uh, and, and they're stumbling. But once it comes together, that thing is going to look spectacular, though. Yeah, so I mean, Pickens is a terrific wide receiver. We saw him have the touchdown last Monday night here. Pritch, would, would you play that? Would you play Pittsburgh in this spot here, or do you think that this is kind of a stay away? I mean, on I'm, the road? I'm like Mike, uh, you know, because there's going to be a ton of Steelers fans coming to Vegas. Terrible towels. Oh my goodness! Yeah. All across yeah. the strip. Mm-hmm. So we could get a three, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, and if that happens, then then yeah, I mean, absolutely, I, I take the points there. 
All right. Well, that game is Sunday night football game. Steelers at the Raiders. Some people are complaining about this game on social media saying, why is this the game on huh. Sunday night football? It's it's Kenny Pickett versus Jimmy G, but it's two really big fan bases. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we have this game. It's, rivalry, it's, it's, it's old stuff. school yeah. 70s rivalry mm-hmm. that we all grew up on there. Steelers with the Raiders. Let's get back, though, to the early window. And the team that Pittsburgh beat last Monday night is the Cleveland Browns. They are three and a half point favorites at home against the Tennessee Titans. Total 39 and a half in that game. I do have a bet in this game at a number that's no longer available because it seems like all the threes have been taken off the board here. But uh, what do you guys make of Browns Titans later on this weekend? Well, so you laid the three. I laid the three. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I I like the Browns here in this spot. I hate the three and a half. It's tough. These games that are three and a half are very difficult because what do you do with them? You're not yeah. going to tease through zero. You, you know what I mean, though? Right. How, how do you find a creative yeah. way to play the game? Do you put them in a money line parlay? I mean, it's a dollar seventy. Yeah, could do, do that. You, do you, do you know? Do you buy it down to three? There's there's a lot of different things here. Or do you hope that it gets back? I mean, obviously, it's still shaded towards it's still shaded towards the three, uh, which way it would go right now with the majority of money tilting it that way. But I don't know if it'll get back there. I think Tennessee is really going to struggle to move the ball in this mm-hmm. game. I, I I really do. Um, Tannehill, this is a game ripe for Tannehill to commit two or more turnovers, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> and for Cleveland to be able to take advantage of it. They'll have a full week to figure out what they want to do without Chubb. They were thrown into that in the middle of the yeah. game, not having him. Um, I think this is also kind of a, an under-the-radar under the radar survivor play. Mm. And I think there'll be more plays on than people are really th- taking a look at. You know, they're identifying five or six games. This is not really one of them. But I bet you it has three or four hundred survivor entries in it as well hey are we crowning cleveland here yeah. we are mm. i mean you want to crown them crown them I, <laughs> <laughs> the browns are who we thought they were i mean are we crowning cleveland? <laughs> we let them off the hook conklin's out yeah. chubb is gone uh that that's a big part of that offense uh and they've played two physical games so far uh, and i know I, I know what you mean about Tannehill, and i agree with you on that but it is Rabel, it is Tennessee, and it is an attitude coming. It's a blue-collar attitude coming uh, to Cleveland. Uh, and, and they're going to buckle that chin strap. I mean, that's another physical matchup for Cleveland. Uh, and we saw against Pittsburgh, Garrett, you know, Miles, you know, kind of limping a little bit. I mean, that takes a toll when you get up for these big games, these heavyweight fights, uh, and, and you get after it physically that way. Uh, I, I'd be curious to see if the Cleveland – crowned and all uh, can get up for because this is going to be a fist fight. Yeah. Tennessee's going to come up there looking for a fist fight. And I, I, I like the points in the game, to be honest okay. with you. I can do some other things with teasers, too, if I want to. Yeah, you can yeah. tease it up. Yeah. Um, would you look at this total under 39 and a half? I'm not great at picking okay. totals, right. so I kind of stay away from totals. And it's I, a grinding game, yeah. you know, like that. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and, and sure. you never know weather in Cleveland. I you mean, never it, know weather. It, it's right any next season, to that. Any right. season. It's, it's right next to that water. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, yeah, anything but. It's Desha- chilly out there. Yeah, Deshaun's not that dynamic. He's running it right, but passing it, he's not dynamic yet. He's terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll continue <laughs> to break down the NFL card <laughs> on the other side. Contest strategies and some interesting games that you might want to highlight with your contest coming up here this weekend. This is the Lombardi Line hanging out on the DraftKings Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. 
And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iheart radio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts This is the Lombardi Line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard. Now here is your host, Timmy Abbefe, on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with the Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code WINNER to get 550% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line hanging out on the DraftKings Network. Femi Bebefe, Mike Palm, Mike Pritchard here on this Football Friday. We will get back to college football a little bit later in the next segment, but let's talk a little contest strategy because we do have the contest rolling along. Unfortunately for me, I am knocked out of Survivor, but hey, we're in the Circa Million and we can do that the entire season, so we're going to have some fun <laughs> with the Circa Million. When you take a look at the Circa Million lines, the lines that you guys put out here for the Millions contest, I'm sure there's obviously other contests all throughout the country here so you can follow along. I'm always fascinated to see the differentiation between the millions contest lines and then also what the current lines are. Cause we do have that in a number of games, whether it's Texans, Jaguars, Panthers, Seahawks, do you try to take advantage of those early on in the season or do you try to avoid those? Cause I think a lot of people sort of kind of think about that as like, Oh, there's a little bit of value here in taking these teams where the line has moved. I mean, I think the most interesting thing about the circle lines and Michael always sits there by his computer mm-hmm. in ocean city. At he's, waiting. Of, he's waiting. He's waiting because he, knows that our guys in the back are trying to come up with the line the game's going to close at. And he uses that as an indicator of, of what the action's going to be like. And that's where he'll ask me on those, do they think it's going to close here? Do they think of the Chiefs? You know, is it 13? I said, yeah, the debate wasn't whether it's 12 and a half or 13. It was 13 or 13 and a half, right? Because mm. th- that's where we feel that it's going. So people can kind of use that to get closing line value. It's very rare that we shaded a point or a half point one way and it goes the other way. So I think you use it as a betting tool for your live bets as well. I don't know that this early in the season, there's a lot of strategy involved about stale lines other than than if you just think there's some value in that. Later in the year, you'll get people going the opposite way because you've got to make it, or even in the last week of a quarter, remember, they'll go the opposite way because they're trying to make up games. It's like head-to-head competition. They know the majority are going to be on this, especially if it's a two-point move or more. Yeah, I love the information you put out Uh in terms of, like, um, there's two people... Right now, only that, two that only are ten two. and zero. There were one hundred and ten plus mm-hmm. that were five and zero the first week, and only two of those entries yeah. were five and zero the second week. Right, right. right. to the quarter. Have, yeah, have, absolutely right. And so, um, th- from a consensus standpoint, how's the consensus doing? I, uh, the first week it went two two and one, I believe, okay, yeah. and then uh, last week three and two or two. It, it's, yeah. it, has, it hasn't. It's all over the place. Been a factor yeah. one way or the. I know Brady used to like to focus yeah, on right. fading the consensus when you go to do your live betting on Sundays because it had a really rough stretch last mm-hmm. year. No, middle I, of the year. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it is too early. Um, but but to your point about static lines and okay, where where are these lines going to end up? And we were just talking about Steelers Raiders, um, uh, and that guy, that line could probably get to three. You know that that could be an interesting play uh, here for circuit circuit million. Um, you know Jack, Jacksonville too. Femi, Femi was talking about this, like, and we were talking in terms of, you know, how good is Jacksonville? Can, or had they put it together? I mean, are they good enough to lay nine uh, inside? You know, the Texans, they're scrappy. The Texans are scrappy. Uh, I know they're banged up a little bit, too. And then, um, you know, the Saints uh, catching points on the road against the Packers, you know, after Jordan Love and that performance. I mean, I, you know, injuries for the Packers are interesting to me. Uh, and a young quarterback who... By the way, I think it's starting to show up. Yeah. You know, you have some success, and then 
you think you know it all, and then are you going to still be coachable? Trying to do too much in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, to look like a fool out there. <laughs> but, but serious, that, that's the sign to me. And I said this in offseason. The, the thing about Lafleur is his coaching, and there, there was a shot of him talking to Jordan because he knows he has to keep this guy coachable because he's going to have success. He's going to look good. He's going to be like, okay, okay, here goes Green Bay. They had Brett, they have Aaron, and now here's Jordan, right? We look good, we're fine. And he's going to have that early success, and how is he going to handle it? Is he going to think he knows it all, or are you going to still remain coachable? I, I think there's room there for him to have to be coached up, but I wonder where he is as a player right now. Uh, so that, that one's interesting. I, the Saints are the Saints. You know, Derek Carr is Derek Carr. Um, they're, they're down running backs. I get that. He's not prolific in the passing game in the red zone. We know that. Uh, but defensively, you know, I think the Saints can can handle anybody out there. Yeah, how much weight do you take out of the yard differential in that game in Atlanta? I mean, Atlanta dominated yards from scrimmage in that mm-hmm. game. And Green Bay, this was a remarkable stat out of this game, on non-scoring drives, had one first down. They put wow. nothing together. The, the consistency, mm-hmm. not there. So... This is a tough game for me. This is a stay away. I still yeah. need to know more about Green Bay. Yeah. And I had Green Bay plus a point and a half, right? right. Last week. There you go. I win the game. I'm perfect. <laughs> it all was perfect, right? And, and I, you know, he's going, Smith's going on fourth down there where he's in field goal range. Where I kind of thought, I think he can give Love the ball back and, and still feel confident. I don't know if you want to take a chip, but he's very, you know, the, their ability to run the ball for yeah. a yard, they're very confident that they can do that down there. So it all worked out. And then they go, you know, four and out and right. really, really even mustard much they got here, too so. conservative after yeah. doing that yeah. right that's yeah. what i think i mean arthur smith is gonna have to yeah. break through that a little bit go win the game mm-hmm. right uh especially with the personnel that he has but you know the saints and millions of saints is that two plus two yeah. they're getting two points but um yeah it, it, it's an interesting situation uh green bay the running back uh has a pulled hamstring i believe yeah uh you know you still got watson with the hamstring i mean these young players with hamstrings by the way they're not in shape yeah. You pull in hamstrings early in a season like this, you're not in shape. Uh, and that's on coaching. That's on the fact that you can't identify that as coaches. And that's something that we've talked about a couple of years now. I mean, like, like you, you, I know you've always mentioned that these guys don't build up that callus throughout preseason, throughout training camp, because a lot of preseason and training camp is just the focus on getting guys healthy to the regular season. You get them healthy to the regular season, then they tear their ham- hamstring in the first couple of weeks, and now it's they're missing regular season right. games. So we'll see what happens. But as it pertains to the Packers, though, this is from Rob Domofsky, who covers them over at ESPN. He said Christian Watson was back after sitting out yesterday, so Watson's back at practice. He was over there. Aaron Jones practice yesterday it was still getting stretched out inside when the media was viewing the practice so Bakhtiari did not practice Elgin Jenkins their other offensive lineman didn't practice so they could be down their entire left side of that offensive line for the Packers so keep that in mind if you're looking to invest in Green Bay or if you want to go ahead and take the Saints at plus two because New Orleans has a pretty good defensive front if there's no Bakhtiari no Elgin Jenkins Jordan Love could be under a little bit of duress uh, in their home opener at Lambeau Field last question on the Circa Million before we get to Circa Survivor do you think the Rams are going to be one of the popular plays if tomorrow we hear that Joe Burrow's been ruled out? <sighs> I Plus don't. Plus three right I now don't. in the contest. I don't. Do you think people will avoid it? Yeah, I do. I still think people, maybe the Rams have played a little above their heads the first two weeks here. Uh, and it's tough because of going on the road. I think people are loath to, to use road teams. Let's say the line shifts six points and, and they become a three-point favorite if Burrow's out. Let's say that that happened. People don't play three-point road favorites until you get to the end of the year and you're limited in your choices. I don't think this will be a very po- – I, th- I think this game will be not used probably – maybe one of the least used games in Survivor mm. all week. Highly familiar uh, two teams right here because the Bengals are the Rams East. Basically, Zach yeah. Taylor is mimicking what uh, McVay does with the Rams uh, scheme-wise, everything. Uh, now, the Bengals don't have a quarterback – uh, is it Jake Browning? If, it's Jake. Uh, Go Huskies. <laughs> it, yeah. Montlake Jake. Mont Jake. Right. If, if, yeah. if uh, Burrow does not play. And they don't have a backup. They're going to have to. We have to watch the uh, transaction wire today yeah. to see if they f- sign a quarterback. And who is it going to be? Keely Smith. <laughs> okay. Does he know the offense? Yeah. <laughs> he did when he was there. Okay. Right. Right. Jeff Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Blake. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> But so so with with the fact that they have two quarterbacks on their roster dictate to them that they're going to have an injured 
Joe Burrow out there playing? Charlie Batch. What kind of shape is Charlie <laughs> I mean, Batch? We joke. We joke. Yeah. But yeah. anytime the Steelers needed him during the yeah. Big Ben days, he yeah, would come he in ball, and yeah. play well. Yeah. Yeah. He, he did the job of a backup. Sure. Uh, sure. Well, that's a great day, I mean, honestly. I'm old. <laughs> Circus Survivor, though, and there's other Survivor contests, of course, across the country, but we're sitting here at Circuit with Sox Circus Survivor. Interesting week because we have a lot of big favorites. I'm counting them right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, seven last night with the 49ers, but six favorites for the rest of this week that are at least six and a half or more. Is this a week where everybody just kind of goes with the chalk and all that stuff? Or should you get frisky this week and get cute like I did last week and got knocked out? No, I don't think people will because, look, we're already a third of the, the field is out, a little more than a third. And so people that have played conventionally and taken the consensus choice have to feel good that yeah. a third's yeah. out already, mm-hmm. right? And it could have been a lot more with the Giants. I think it'll be the big favorites. I, I can't tell you how many people took the 49ers, but it wasn't an insignificant amount. Okay. It's a pretty mm. decent chunk last night that are okay. home home yeah. already after week three. They're marching on to week four. Good so it'll yeah. all be these these double-digit favorites. Yeah, Kansas City for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I love the fact that the information, again, inherent value of your ticket right now based yeah. on the people, the number yeah. of people left in there. Kansas City, you can look at Christmas if you want to. I listen to Mike. Don't think about Christmas at this point because, you know, they're going to host the Raiders in Christmas, right? But I'm not even thinking that far. I'm, like, trying to get there, right? So Kansas City against Chicago, I mean, I don't know how people can't have that one. (laughs) Talk about Christmas. Let's just get to Halloween before we (laughs) talk about Christmas here. Which of those big favorites, though, is most likely to lose, in your guys' opinion? I said Baltimore. I I thought the Colts have the best shot at an upset here this week. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I think Jacksonville will be a sneaky choice as well against Mm. Houston. I think they'll – it'll depend on how many people – don't take the Chiefs because of Christmas. No. Well, that's a game that knocked me out last year in week five. So uh, my advice, stay away from Duval County. <laughs> we'll talk some college ball futures on the other side. This is the Lombardi line. This is the Lombardi line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard. Now here's your host, Timmy Abbefe on VSN, the sports betting network. VEASAN shows are clashing. We've got a subscription contest going between the shows here at VEASAN, and we need your help to win. At stake is a $1,000 voucher at Circa Sportsbook to be used on a Super Bowl futures ticket. To sweeten the deal for you, you'll save 10% when you sign up for a new VEASAN Pro annual subscription and use promo code LOMBARDI. Bragging rights and a juicy futures ticket is on the line. It's time to start betting smarter and help us do the same. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe to sign up for a new VEASAN Pro annual subscription save 10% off with the promo code Lombardi that's vsin.com slash subscribe thousands of dollars to hand folks we, we, need, we need to help promo code Lombardi <laughs> here on the Lombardi line your favorite show here on VEASAN yeah I said it this is the Lombardi line hanging out with you guys on the DraftKings Network Femi Abebefe Mike Palm Mike Pritchard you want to say something you want to jump you, in have you have you and us. Michael and Stormy come up with a consensus Super Bowl, Super Bowl future that you're going to use that thousand dollars on if you win. You better start talking now because you know, guys are the favorites. We, 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 you guys uh, get the most distribution. Well, Stormy's going to want settle down. <laughs> settle down. He's pulling back the curtain. He's pulling back the curtain, Mike. <laughs> I feel like in that vote, I feel like I'd get outnumbered and we'd end up using the Niners. I feel like because because Stormy obviously is a big yeah. Niner fan. Uh-huh. Lombardi obviously has a lot of respect for Kyle Shanahan and the Niners yeah. and what they do here. I would be pounding the table for Dallas, but I think I'd get out. Oh, no, they won't, they won't let you have no, Dallas. You know, so. They will not. <laughs> 2023 could be a new year. Cowboys are the best player in the league. Michael Parsons heard it here first. Uh, but we do have a massive weekend, though, in college football. We talked a little bit of college football in the, the first hour. I want to kind of talk about this from the 10,000-foot view standpoint because the big games that we have, there's going to be a lot of eyeballs, big Heisman implications, big college football playoff implications, and in anticipation of this weekend's games, I have made a Heisman futures bet this week. So we've been talking about the games that everybody's going to be watching. We all know Colorado is a ratings bonanza. They moved the needle in college football in the year 2023. And there's been a lot of buzz about Colorado's quarterback, Shadur Sanders. If they ever pulled off this victory as a 21-point dog, Shadur Sanders' Heisman price of 25 to 1 is probably going to go to about 5 to 1. Right now, he is 18 to 1 over at DraftKings. However, with Colorado having a lot of hype and a lot of eyeballs being on the Buffaloes, I went the other way. And I bet on Bo Nix at 30 to 1. He's 25 to 1 over at DraftKings. But I'm going to bet on Bo Nix 30 to 1 to win the Heisman Trophy. And here's why it has to be done this week. We know this is going to be the most watched game on Saturday, Colorado at Oregon. The total in this game 
is at 70. We talked about this earlier in the first hour about how Colorado's offense will be able to put up points on Oregon's defense, thus requiring Bo Nix and the Oregon offense to continue to score. I think that's why his numbers not been down, but they haven't been as gaudy as some of the other Pac-12 guys because they've been getting up in these big games and they kind of pull the dogs off and pull all those starters out. But I think they're going to be required to score into the 40s, if not into the 50s, to go ahead and beat this Colorado Buffaloes team. So Bo Nix, 30 to 1, even at 25 to 1 over at DraftKings, I like it as well. But this is the week for Bo Nix to kind of put his hat into the Heisman Trophy race. I think Oregon's schedule sets up pretty well to be maybe be a one-loss team and potentially go into the college ball playoff this season. I'm going to let Pritch go because he said he knows the full Bo Nix story. He does. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, here's where I get depressed about my bet. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, Bo Nix at Auburn and, uh, you know, uh, the the coach that was from uh, Boise, that Harden Harson. Yep. Bo was supposed to turn in. You know, his dad is dictating a lot of things. Bo Mm Nix, he's supposed to be a pro. My my son's supposed to be a pro. You know, let me find a school where I can be a pro. And it it has so much of um, who's the backup quarterback in Seattle right now? Uh, Drew Locke. It has so much Drew Locke written all over this entitlement Mm. kind of thing. Um, Now, hopefully he can turn into a pro quarterback. We'll see. I don't think he's there yet. He's got so much help around him. Yes. Um, You know, the thing about that bet, Femi, is say it's a competitive game and Shador goes off. Do you know the next game the next week? It's against USC. And it's like, who's going to be thinking about Bo Nix, <laughs> even if they win? But if it's a close game and Colorado covers the number, they get inside the number. But Shador throws for 400 yards. The showcase and the eyes and the celebrity of the whole matchup in Boulder mm-hmm. against Caleb and Shador, everybody's going to have blinders on when it comes to the Heisman's because they're going to be like, okay, these two guys are going to be the front runners, right? Um, and, and that's all Shadour has to do is get inside this number of 21 points, I think. And that's highly capable, in my opinion. So what you're saying, Pritch, is you'd have booked Femi's bet. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. But here's my counter to that, though, and why yeah. I think that Knicks is, is the solid bet here is that mm-hmm. Knicks gets this game, total of 70, by the way, that yeah. this is a high-scoring affair that is expected at home at Autzen Stadium where the mm-hmm. crowd gets loud. They're going to start playing shout and everything. It's, it's <laughs> Autzen Stadium is, is, is a raucous right. environment. Having covered games in that stadium, that's, that's a legit stadium and a legitimate home field. He also gets Caleb Williams in his building as well later on this season. Mm-hmm. If Bo Nix at the end of the season says, hey, I beat Shador Sanders. I beat Caleb Williams. Are we, are we going to overlook Bo Nix in December? That's a great if, point. If, if, if Oregon is on the doorstep of going to the playoff, like, sure. I think that this sets up favorably for Bo Nix and this Oregon team to maybe make a nice little run here in the Pac-12. Your counterpart, Stormy, calls him home Bo Nix because he plays <laughs> much better at home than he does on the yeah. road, yeah. which is a concern. I don't love the bet either, Prince, right. to be honest with you. But you know who my eyes gravitate towards mm-hmm. is, is Penix at okay. Washington. Yeah, and it's good. I mean, you can make the argument they might. I know they don't run the ball particularly well, but I don't think they're that far from USC from being the best team in the West. Right. The defense is better than USC's. Yeah. And Pinnock's going to put up yards against everybody. I I still think it's Caleb Williams to win or lose. Uh, and if he doesn't get injured, I think he's going to win the award because he's, you know, he's playing in L.A. They're going to be showcased all the time. They're a top five team. Mm-hmm. They're going to play that big game against Notre Dame at the end of the year. Um, but, uh, but Washington is interesting. To yeah. Me. Yeah. I mean, it, it, what's your viewpoint on Heisman? Is it going to be stat driven? Uh, is it going to be, you know, that moment, moment driven, the narrative? See, what's going to capture the narrative here? I think that the Heisman, you're going to have to have the wins because the, the story of the yeah. college football season this year, outside of just being Colorado, is the quarterbacks. There's right. so many good quarterbacks right. across the country. A lot of these guys are going to be putting up the stats to where I don't think Caleb Williams is going to win the Heisman. The fact that he won it last year, I think, hurts him. They're not going to want to go ahead and give him back-to-back Heismans if he's on a team that doesn't go to the playoff. And when you look at USC's schedule, like, I get offensively they're electric. And Caleb Williams, in terms of the best player in college football, it's him. Like, I'm not even debating that. He's the best player. But they're at Notre Dame. They host Utah, who they still have to get over the Utah hump, if we're being honest. They're at Oregon. They host Washington. They play UCLA. Do we believe that this USC defense can go unscathed in all of these games playing all these really good quarterbacks? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know that they have to, though, because I think they can put up 60 on almost anybody. I, I just think their offense is that good that they can get through. Now, do you have a game where you turn the ball over a couple times and, and you give up 49 and you lose the game? It could happen. It could happen. But 
and I'm not I'm not advocating that you bet him at yeah. plus three fifty. Yeah, I, I, I said I passed on the Heisman market because he was such a short short price to be. And now Penix is even down to less than six to one. Yeah. It's it's not a bet either. But I, I he catches my I mean the way they went into East Lansing and just whatever they wanted for three quarters. Uh, was pretty impressive to me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a quarterback-driven award, too, but uh, we saw Devontae Smith win it, mm-hmm. wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, could a wide receiver sneak in there? Uh, I don't I don't see any premium running backs no. to kind of get mm-hmm. this award. It's, it's going to be a quarterback, like you mentioned. And, uh, you know, there's so many candidates, though, uh, at good prices still uh, on this board. But I'm thinking of the showcase games and what college football has turned into the hype machine that it is now and the hype machine that you created. Uh, I, I, I think Dion was serious when he says Shador is not coming out because of the NIL money. Caleb can come back to college yeah. because he might be drafted by Arizona. <laughs> I mean, I, I think there's a lot of these decisions being made or being thought of by some of these premium players in college football right now. And so does the Heisman become that more important Probably not, right? Certainly, uh, you know, you got to look after your health and make sure those things are okay. Uh, but I, I think the board is littered with a lot of quarterbacks that, that could have a chance to win in Heisman this year. I think a couple guys to kind of watch out for as well as we kind of have this Heisman conversation. Obviously, Sam Hartman with the game coming up mm-hmm. tomorrow. That's a massive game. If Notre Dame wins that game, that 10 to 1 goes to about 5 to 1. We see him join Michael Penix yeah. as a second choice, I think, if he plays well. He has the benefit of Notre Dame because it's yes. still regional voting, yeah. but Notre Dame appeals in all regions. The Maybe the Southeast is the least, but Northeast, Northwest, West, Midwest, they appeal because of the Catholics in, in all those areas. Maybe not in the Deep South and the Southeast, but he gets a Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. If he can be. If he if if Notre Dame if he can get Notre Dame to a one loss season and get oh them in a playoff gosh. consideration he's got a big edge. Oh my god, yeah, he, he's got a whole network. NBC, but it, it starts this Saturday because they can go win at Clemson. Yeah. Then, then it becomes can they beat USC? Mm-hmm. Yep, and then that becomes the big game for yeah. the Heisman yeah. there with Caleb Williams. Yeah. Also, keep an eye maybe on Jaden Daniels. I know they the, the FSU game was bad yeah. and they lost that one, but he didn't play bad. He actually put up really good numbers and he put up really good numbers last week again. They're a little bit under the radar this week. I think they play Arkansas, so that's not one of the marquee matchups, but. If they continue to kind of put up points and, and win games, I think Jaden Daniels at LSU could be a potential yeah. Heisman guy as well. So, Bo Nix is who I'm riding with. <laughs> Drew Lock God, part God, two. God bless Patrick Nix. <laughs> yeah, Drew Lock part two. <laughs> I'm telling you, when he throws when he throws six touchdowns on Saturday, we'll have to all text about this. When Bo Nix, well, they're, is they're probably totals forty five and a half, right? They're, they're, they're that's why you bet. Yeah. That's why you bet him now. to throw six touchdowns. That's why you bet him now. That's why you bet him now. Okay. Those, those numbers are gonna start looking <laughs> good. Couldn't do it at Auburn, but he'll do it yeah. in Oregon. Yeah. Hey, Bo Nix, you heard it here first. <laughs> Lombardi line. All right, we'll wrap up the show on the other side. We're hanging out here on the DraftKings Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. 
I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard. Now here is your host, Timmy Abbefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. We're back with another week of football and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code Vegas. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code Vegas, the crown is yours welcome back this is the final segment of the lombardi line going three wide here on a football friday femi bebfe mike palm mike pritchard here it's in a it's been a fun show on this football friday obviously an awesome college football card that we have coming up on saturday and that leads us to our pro tip for the day here on the lombardi line and with so many high profile games this college football slate we know the eyeballs are going to be on so if you have a heisman bet that you're curious and want to make or if you have a college football playoff bet that you want to make i feel like there's a lot of high leverage spots this weekend to where now's probably the time to go ahead and bet those if you have a strong opinion in these games that are coming up on tomorrow's slate well i would agree with you and uh also from a playoff standpoint a national title standpoint a conference standpoint um, you can get ahead of these numbers instead of betting the individual game, mm. which which what part of what you're doing here yeah. uh, with Bo Nix, you're you're taking the future to uh, before the number moves quickly on yeah. Monday. Yeah, no, totally agree because you know for so long, um, and coaches dictated scheduling, right? And mm. and you know you get to this part in September, uh, you're not playing these marquee type of matchups, these showdowns kind of matchups, and uh, now that's happening. So. Uh, sooner than later, uh, certainly try to grab some great numbers out there for some some marquee players, some key players that could win the Heisman or or any type of feature situation. Yeah, to win the national title as yeah. well. As, I mean, that, that Ohio State and Notre Dame game, like, we talked about the Heisman in the last segment, but as it pertains to the national title, one of those teams is going to have one loss. Mm-hmm. So if you think that, hey, one of these teams is going to have a loss, that, all right, I like Ohio State, but I think they're going to lose the game. Maybe you hang back and wait to bet them after the game because that's probably where they're going to be their lowest until they go have to face Michigan or Penn State or one of those teams. Same as with Notre Dame as well. If you like Notre Dame to win, yeah, I think it's now or never yeah. <laughs> to go ahead and bet well, the fighting well, Irish. To your point, too, because this is how much college football has changed. And, like, let's stay on Bo Nix because at mm-hmm. Auburn, he was nowhere near a Heisman Trophy nope. candidate. I thought but, he was awful. But Caleb was a Heisman Trophy candidate at Oklahoma, right? I mean, people mm-hmm. thought of him that way. Yeah. And, and so it's like you change locations and all of a sudden now you're in a mix, right? And, and so there's so much of that going on. Grabbing great numbers if you like them, uh, certainly I, I, that's, a, that's a really good pro tip. Yeah, no, I think it is. Uh, it can be a fun Saturday, and we'll see how the dust settles after the weekend. But I can't wait to watch all these games here. This is like we, like we said to start the show, perfect Saturday to just sit back, relax. <laughs> no events, no nothing, no 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 pumpkin patch or anything like that on this Saturday. I think this is a good one. <laughs> You're laughing. <laughs> Mike's like, what's a pumpkin patch? I end up going to the pumpkin patch four times every year. <laughs> four times. Oh, God. They love okay. it. They love the kiddos. They love yeah, it. Yeah, they I got it. kids. I'm the only one up here. Date night? You're taking the girl to the pumpkin patch. I'm the only one up here asking, what's a pumpkin patch? Because <laughs> I'm like, what's a pumpkin patch? Yeah, I guess Vegas, it's, it's hard to have a little pumpkin patch no, out here in Vegas. Yeah, you guys get this set up in there. You got to be careful about certain patches in Vegas growing up. I mean, pumpkin patch. What's a pumpkin patch? They set up. It's like a little carnival. 
and they set up the rides and it's a Halloween theme yeah. and, and, and okay. they can charge exorbitant prices for, yep. okay. for them to do all this stuff. Do you do the caramel apple when you go to the pumpkin? No, we do not. Do you don't do no, the caramel no, apple? No, we do not. They, <laughs> we right. do that, uh, the, the, the blint cake or whatever. They do. My wife always gets that big strawberries and whipped cream and whatever. That, and we mm. all, we all, all right. split that. Mm-hmm. Now we're all going to the dentist uh, next week oh, yes. <laughs> after all that. But let, let's, let's get back to the football, <laughs> though. As we wrap Femi, up let's go through your bets. Oh, I want to go through the game thing. Yeah, the game thing oh, okay. you bet. You had a whole uh, list of games. Asterix this, whatever symbols did, <laughs> that you bet the game, you were going to bet the game, you might bet the whatever. Let's get to it. You need a key <laughs> yeah, to, to, key. to break down my bets. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, I bet Cleveland laying the three. Yeah. Well, okay. We talked about that one. Um, another game that I bet, I liked Washington. Mm. So I, I took the six and a half with the commanders. I'll sprinkle a little bit on the money line as well. I think they might have something cooking with this commander's team. With Eric Bieniemy in that offense, I think they're definitely live. And, and that defense, especially the defensive line, I think can give Buffalo trouble on the road. Another sellout for the commanders. This kind of fan base has been sort of reignited with this 2-0 start. I think this is going to be a game where we're, we're sitting there at 12.45 p.m. West Coast time, 3.45 East Coast time, and it's like, well, is Buffalo in risk of losing? Mm. I think that that's going to be the kind of the story uh, coming up on Sunday. So I like the commanders getting six and a half, also a little bit on the money line as well. Did you take more away from that game in Denver about Washington or about Denver? From that, I mean, they outscored the the Broncos thirty-two to three in a stretch in that yeah. game. That's mind blowing to me. Well, what wasn't mentioned on the network, and shame on me, is um, and I don't know if this would have factored in anybody's handicap, but the enemy versus Vance Joseph too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, those guys are fraternity brothers. They know oh. each other very, very well. Um, and I was interested in the matchup. I, I I think it spoke volumes to me what Eric has done with this offense. Washington could be an outlier team this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Del Rio gets his act together with that defense, yeah, right? Yeah, that was, that was bad last Oh, week. my goodness. But how he has Sam Howell ball placement. You know, these are finer, finer coaching points that Sam Howell hasn't had yet until now. Uh, and Sam Howell, his game is elevated. Some of those throws he made in Denver, I'm like, that's Eric. That's coaching. That's the fact that he's on him. That's the fact that he's worked with Patrick Mahomes and all this, and he's carrying out over. Uh, so, you know, these players for Washington, even though they fought it a little bit, someone to, yeah. you know, and, Del, and not Del Rio, but uh, Rivera didn't handle it pro- properly. He was coaching them too hard. But Del, Rivera didn't handle it. He tried to separate yeah. himself. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, like, wait a minute, Eric's on to something. Eric won two Super Bowls. He's on to something. So, uh, I. <laughs> You get this buy-in, much like the Giants had that buy-in with Dayball last year. With this football team, they could be an outlier football team this year. Jimmy, I want to go away from your picks for a minute because <laughs> I wanted to ask Pritch this, and then I can't believe the show's almost over. I didn't know we were in our last segment. Yeah, but we talked with Michael this week about the the the, the coach GM perspective on on Justin Fields and his comments. All right, right. What's the perspective in the locker room from the players where he sits there in an interview two days after a game and says, it's the coaching, they're giving me too much <laughs> info, F it, I gotta be me. I mean, what does that do for you as a wide receiver? Are you a guy on offense in that locker room? Yeah, no faith at all. I mean, <laughs> um, there's no trust. Like one of the most important things you have to have in a locker room or with, with any organization is trust. Uh, and, and if Justin Fields was feeling that way at a podium and he said that there's no trust between him and the coaches, but you can see that play out. The plays that they gave him in those moments of that game, they didn't trust him, right? And, and certainly I don't know if Justin has earned the trust of anybody, hmm. including his teammates. And that's on Justin. I mean, he, he has to understand this. Yeah, you ran for 1,000 yards, but you're not playing running back. <laughs> you're playing quarterback, and, and, and that's completely different. Uh, you're one of, what, three or four quarterbacks ever rushed for 1,000 yards? I mean, if you really want to be known for that, okay. But you're not going to play quarterback in the National Football League that much longer. Exactly. There are 12.5-point underdogs on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs. But the question I think that I want to ask you, Pritch, is that can Fields be fixed, or is this a lost cause? Uh, Attitude-wise, it's a lost cause. I mean, he's had enough starts already to where— Five and 22. Exactly. Yeah, I mean— He's he's getting to the point, and I said this on Lombardi Line on Monday, that he has to improve quick, fast, and in a hurry, or they're going to start looking for another quarterback mm-hmm. if they haven't already. Like they're not beholden to Justin Fields. I mean, look at Josh Rosen. I mean, look at all these quarterbacks that had so much pro- promise that you don't live up to it. Um, and maybe he wants out of there. 
You know, you don't just get to a podium and say those things mm. uh, if you are fully invested as a player with that organization. You know what I look at, and it's a different sport, but I, I sit there and I watch this tape of him. It's like a seven-minute clip, right, of him answering. And I think of him, and then I contrast that with Coco Goff, how in every post-match interview, she never misses a note. I mean, she's straight out of central casting, yeah. and how mature she is and how immature this guy is, and he's older than her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and but so we hear the analogy, too, you're supposed to be the CEO of the, of the team, I mean, the face of the franchise of your quarterback, and... Um, there's so much going wrong with Chicago as an organization anyway. Yeah. Uh, and now you have a quarterback and a coaching staff that don't seemingly are on the same page, let alone they don't trust each other. That, that's a recipe for disaster. So I, I think he still has time to change if he wants to, but I'm not seeing a willingness from him to want mm -hmm. to. I was shocked that the defensive coordinator for the Bears resigned. I was more shocked to find out the Bears had a defensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> Are you laying the 12 no. and a half? I might. I mean, you couldn't might. you legitimately say this number should be north of 14? But it's hard to make numbers that big. Yeah. Especially early in the season. Kansas City doesn't because cover. Because they haven't been explosive offensively. And yeah, and they don't cover. Um, yeah. But, I mean, Chris Jones already made an impact. Yeah. I mean, the guy wrecks an offense. But... Um, uh, it's Survivor or not. What's I mean, the that's, that's a Survivor play there. What's the final score in uh, at or in Oregon, Ooh, Colorado? Give I'm gonna me a go, final score. I'm going to go 45 to 32. Mm. So that's five TD passes for Bo Nix. <laughs> Heisman talk starts tomorrow. <laughs> that's it for us here on the Lombardi line. Sharp Money is coming up next. We're on the DraftKings Network. It's the Pablo Torres Show here on the DK Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.